Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. An Erio's original. There is a part of me that is like a tweaker mind where I could see just like taking apart a vacuum cleaner mm-hmm. just to put it back together. You know, there's like oh, the thing sure. about like the, the mechanics of like getting into something and, and not never being able to finish it. Right. I have so many questions. just um interviewing margaret cho's dog lucia she's one i thought she was not that she looks old no 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 she looks like a spring chicken in puppy form yes but she She has such wise eyes she does she does so i came over to your house and i think this is the first of my podcasts where I came to somebody else's house. It's always on the table, but no one ever wants me to. They, we usually are in my bedroom, which oh, okay. you are more than welcome to come to my bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Like, who wants to leave their house? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice to, that you come over. This is great. Yeah, and you have a beautiful house. Thank you. The gold lions in front. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. And don't you hate leaving the house? I do. I hate it. I hate leaving... Um, Although, I mean, I do need to because it's like if I stay here for too long, then I start to get, I start to act like I can't leave. Yeah, totally. And then I, I you know, eat weird weird. food that's like been there for like way too long and I just act weird. So I do have to, I do try to leave at least once a day. Where do you go? Um, I will go either uh, down to um, eat something or I'll go to the park. Which is mostly where I go with Lucia. With Lucia, or uh, I'll go. I dare say I went to Sunset Junction yesterday because I thought, oh, I'm going to have coffee and then I'm going to go uh, shopping. And of course, I, I didn't uh, like anything. But, but I, like, what's there at Sun- Sunset? Well, Junction? I thought that the cheese store was there, but I didn't realize it was closed. Yeah, it's I been feel like gone for a long time. Anymore. It's gone for a very long time. Now there's a lot of like coffee places which are nice, but I didn't. Uh, it was too late in the day for coffee, so I had a salad. That's but I, nice. I wanted the, the they ha- used to have like this like salami and cornichon sandwich at the cheese store that I used to love, and I would go there, and then I would go to Rough Trade across the street and just smell the leather clothes of the totally. gay men's leather clothes, <laughs> yes, I, which I love, yeah. and then um that would be my day. But then it was like it's all different, so I'm yeah. like I don't know. I went to Warby, Warby Parker, and I thought oh, maybe I'll get some glasses, and I was like no. <laughs> if you ever want glasses from Warby. Mm-hmm. While they don't sponsor this podcast yet, mm-hmm. my best friend works there. Oh, okay. And I get a good discount. Yeah. From the I gay mean, glasses. No, I get a great yeah, I get a great discount. That's I don't know awesome. if I'm like blowing up your spot, Chrissy, but like she's the best. I'm great. I just got these sunglasses. They're pink. I'm gonna describe them. Oh, I like those. Yeah, they're like seventies, like Jewish yeah, I mom. Yeah, they're beautiful. Pink, yeah, like I like m- the tone, the color. Yeah, yeah. They're important to have sunglasses because um, it's very bright. I know, and Are we you, need where them. Are you from? I'm from San Francisco. Oh, that's right. Do you love California? I do. Do you love I do. LA? I do love LA. I do love LA, and I love um, the idea of LA. Also, like I love. Uh, the idea of like Laurel Canyon and wearing like a denim shirt. <laughs> that is so, I love that idea too, but like, <laughs> that's so not what you're, where are you doing? That? You're, that's not really where no, you're No, that's at. not what I'm, where I'm at. But I think of myself <laughs> as like, I wear a denim shirt and like play like the auto harp. And like, I, um, you know, I have uh, really tan fingers yeah. and I will eat a lot of things from the Laurel Canyon store with like sprouts. Also, I don't like alfalfa sprouts, sprouts. Oh. <laughs> but I don't uh, I don't think that it, it really has anything to do with reality is my right. vision of yeah. who I am is a lady of the canyon. Oh, yeah. I think that that's like 
Francis McDormand mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a movie called, called Laurel, Laurel Canyon. Canyon. Yeah, which I don't know a, if I've seen it. It's good. Well, she pl- she's like a lesbian, and she's very attractive in the movie. And uh, she has an affair with a younger woman. I want to say it's Kate Beckinsale, but it's not. It's somebody like it's it's, it's she's like um, kind of has has an affair, and they live in Laurel Canyon. But it's a but that's not really what Laurel Canyon is about. Uh, Laurel Canyon is actually very heterosexual. Oh. Um, is she wearing a, a denim shirt in it? Probably. But I, I, I think Frances McDormand is always wearing a denim yeah. shirt in my mind. Definitely. I can't wear a denim shirt because I have a wide back. Uh, so there's no <laughs> way I could wear a denim shirt because my back is so wide that I, it's not going to button in the front. I don't. I'm like looking at you right now. I would never imagine you having, one, a wide back even what the, what that even looks like, <laughs> I now I don't I can't picture you in a denim shirt because it's no. not really your style. No, 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 I would never wear one. I think I have <laughs> I have one and uh, it's it won't fit my back. You know what? It's like a denim shirt is not for women anyway. It should be for a man who is like very like like a. Has only bones and sinew and like muscle. Yeah, you know where they have no body fat at all. Totally, like a lanky, very long man. Yeah, named like Greg. Oh, who's like a landscaper, Greg, mm-hmm. with like two G's. Yeah, there's definitely two G's. Yeah, with two G's, I can see that. For and maybe sure. an I, like a Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg, my landscaper. Yeah, somebody like very reedy. And yeah, yeah, I had a friend named Greg who one time was a landscaper. He gave me a bush for a birthday present. What kind? It was like a, um, I want to say it was like, like a, a juniper bush. It had like some kind of berries or something on it. And it was a full bush. That's so odd. The first thing I'm like, what? I was going to say, what kind? Burning? No. Yeah. No. Then like, what kind? Mulberry? Like some sort, but there was berries on it, but he actually did plant it and everything. Like he brought it inside just to, to oh, show me and then he did plant it. So, oh, so just for the yard, just a yeah. single bush. Yeah. That was like a, it was like a whole plant. I mean, it was That's like a nice, good, it was a nice gift. But it was kind of like, it was like this thing is like, why are you showing up at my house with a fucking bush? Yeah, that's so, but like, don't get it in the house. And, but also it's nice that he did the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the whole, I, I guess love that. The, the gift of it was that he was going to like put it in, you know, and then it, we, we had it, which is not, it's probably out that's there nice. still. I, here's a really good gift I want, Scott, and we're going to talk about hobbies in a second, but I just, sometimes it's hard for me to think of good gifts. And Paul and I used to share an assistant when we worked on love and Nico gave us for Christmas this beautiful firewood, giant bag of beautiful firewood delivered to our house. Mm. Some was scented like apple, oh, wood, chicory, whatever. Yeah. And we were just stocked with firewood, That's which incredible. is such a nice gift yeah. because I never feel, I don't ever feel like buying wood. No, it's just something that you would never think to buy. Well, we have a fireplace. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I'll get a Duraflame and then, but we still need wood. And then I'm like, there's like four logs and like, I might get a splinter and they're heavy. Like yeah. I'll do it later. And I just, yeah. Yeah. And I know that there's wood delivery services, but that mm-hmm. just seems very, then I, <clears throat> then I feel like I'm not Madonna, the richest person, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the most famous rich person in my brain that I immediately go to see Madonna's on yeah, my I love shirt. Madonna. Yes. So. Yeah, like Madonna would get wood delivered. Like, I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Like, Margaret Cho could get wood delivered. But, like, Leslie and Paul, I think we need a couple more hits. It's a, well, a I hit. mean, <laughs> it's like also like to uh, have a fire. I mean, I have a fireplace. I have Wonder Flame Log. It's been in there since <laughs> I moved in uh, in 1999. I. I've never used the fireplace. I've never thought to. Really? I just never, I don't know. I just never think to like, oh, I'm going to make a fire, which I could, but I just haven't done. But uh, but I think if I had nice wood as a gift, somebody brought me some wood, that would be really, really, I think I would be excited yeah, about it's it. it's so nice. And then maybe if somebody else did the fire starting. Yeah. Because like Paul doesn't do that. Like I'm, I started, I know mm-hmm. how to put it out or yeah. we can't go to sleep. Anyway. Yeah. It's a whole, um, it's one of my hobbies. That's nice. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So without even asking you what your hobby is, like I can 
throw some ideas out. But okay. I think you have one that you're coming to me with. Yes, I do. And I want to talk about it. Okay. Um, well, my hobby is a little bit of difficult for me because I've had, I've got so obsessed with my hobby that I actually had to stop and get rid of everything no. because I wouldn't do anything else. And my hobby is sewing and making things of like uh, with my sewing machine and fabric and, you know, fabric arts, the fabric arts. I love textiles. the fabric arts. I'm yeah. a huge fan. Yeah. I So part of the reason why I started doing this podcast is because I can't stop doing my hobbies. Mm-hmm. And so, so I needed to figure out a way to incorporate some kind of work mm-hmm. around hobbies. Yeah. Because yeah. I am also so obsessed, but I can't believe that you had the strength to throw it away. I had to throw it away because it was really getting in the way of my life. And I am thinking about restarting it, but with some um, boundaries in place around it mm-hmm. before I start. But, uh, you know, like I don't have a machine right now. I don't have a sewing machine. I don't have a serger. I don't have any fabric. I don't have... Um, all of the things that I, you know, like all of my weights, all of my scissors, I have all the special like thread, like everything that I have, I've, I've gotten rid of. The notions. The notions. I love notions. Yeah, I love notions. Oh, I love going to a thrift oh, store, a little bag of buttons so, with a, thr- oh, with a I love spool it. and a yeah, great yeah. scissor. So yeah. I want to know about stuff you made, but I all, like... Were you just isolating all the time, not yeah. leaving, just sewing? Yeah, and I wasn't sleeping. I was like getting up super early and then I would start on something and I would look up and it would be 12 hours later and I'm like, what did I do? Right. And I um, would uh, just go crazy. Like, And then I, I was just, I couldn't stop doing it and then I wouldn't want to leave my house because I would be working on something and then I wouldn't want to leave town because I'd be working on something. And it just became so involving that I'm like, this is like tweaker mm-hmm. and it's not even drugs. It's just, but there's a, there's a tweaker element to sewing that it can, cause it's so detailed and you have to finish everything that mm-hmm. you can just go crazy. Do you smoke cigarettes or did you? I did, yeah. And so would you smoke cigarettes and so? Yeah, I would smoke cigarettes and so. I would smoke pot and so. I would drink and so, which is kind of not, not a good idea. I think pot is probably better for that. Right. And cigarettes is probably okay for that. But um, then it would make uh, the stuff that I made smell. Mm. So then I stopped because I just didn't, didn't want it to smell like anything. And would you listen to music or like books or music mostly? Music all Most, the time. mostly music, but I wouldn't even hear it because right. I'd be so involved. God, I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean like I know, I totally get it. Yeah. I love like loving something so much and just doing it. I, I love that kind of obsession. It mm-hmm. cuz getting the fix feels really good. Yeah. It does. So how did you figure out how to give it up? Well, I, I realized that I was making a mess too because when you um, sew a lot, you get you make a lot of dust. Right. And so I was I couldn't get on top of the the mess and the dust and how much it was affecting my allergies. Wow. And so um, I realized like if I have to if I have to sew this much, then I have to clean this much, but I wasn't gonna clean. Right. So then it was basically easier to just go you know what I can't do this I can't do this and I have to stop doing this entirely and like really kind of like refocus and do something else for a while and maybe if I love this I'll come back to it but Mm -hmm. I have I haven't come back to it for a while but now I feel like I have a little bit of my excessive tendencies in check Mm -hmm. so um I don't know if I would do that again right but you know it's like kind of like sewing for me is kind of like it it is a relaxing activity and also it's an energizing one. Mm-hmm. So if I start, I kind of can't stop. I, I totally get that. Yeah. There's something about really close detailed work that that is both relaxing and energizing. So mm-hmm. like I have a sewing machine but I and it's a great sewing machine. I don't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. What I go back and forth with is needlepoint and, and embroidery and painting. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm on painting and like my paintbrush is like, you know, I use, um, it's like an eyelash. Like it's a very, yeah, very yeah. thin. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I do like this really, I, cannot, I'm, I can't stop mm-hmm. painting. 
I can't stop painting leaves. That's great. It is. <laughs> but like, so I, when my kid goes to bed, my husband goes and watches something. And then I, my kid goes to bed at seven. Mm-hmm. I paint from like seven to midnight. Mm-hmm. Vape. Mm-hmm. And listen to a true crime podcast or a book. Oh, that's good. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. But like, it definitely makes me isolate. There's mm-hmm. There have been times where, I don't know, like I don't go to parties. I don't, yeah. I mean, who even like goes to parties? But like things, spending time just with my husband, mm-hmm. which is like something that I want to do, but like I can't, and I'll even get to the point where like my back hurts. Oh I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Over. Oh yeah, totally. That's, that's a, that's very real. Yeah. That's very real. And I'm in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And I have like a massage rolly thing, mm-hmm. but I just can't stop. And like, I, I'll even be really, really tired. And like, I should mm-hmm. go to bed because my kid's going to be up at six thirty, Right. And the next thing you know, it's like midnight, mm-hmm. sometimes later. Yeah. But I love it. And I, and then with needlepoint, it's the same. The thing I found with needlepoint, and maybe you find this with sewing, but like, but maybe not so much needlepoint is is great, but it's um it's very repetitive. Mm-hmm. Like I really want to learn how to sew because I feel like I would be able to do anything. I'd have a new business. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. did you make clothes? Did you yeah. make curtains? I made um I made clothing. I made uh, costumes for dancers, Ugh. which was really gratifying. And I made um, a lot of uh, very sort of like Art Nouveau kinds of like, it was like a cross between uh, costumes, but it was like jewelry. It was like Art Nouveau, <gasps> like like jeweled costumes that were very elaborate and very beautiful. They're art pieces. Yeah, art pieces. But it was like, I also um, would get really bad eye pain and back pain and mm. my my migraines like would just like flare up because I was just focusing so hard on a point that it would just hurt my eyes and I I couldn't it was like my whole back was just a, a aching all the time all the time and I had to just stop it because it was just like what am I doing it is so involving and it's just so beautiful and also it gets very expensive too when yeah. you're doing this kind of stuff and I wasn't like um, making them for sale or I would give them to people Mm -hmm. and it was a nice thing to do but it was also like what am I why you know and it would if I was dancing then it would be okay I started because I was making costumes for dancing as I was dancing and then I was like using them for that and then it would have been healthy because then I could work off some of the tension in my neck from Mm -hmm. making the costumes but then I wasn't dancing anymore then I was just like I'm making the costumes and I was crazy wait what kind of dance I was doing um some burlesque dancing but the costumes mostly were for like belly dancing so I was dancing at like uh, moon of Tunis I was dancing at there was like a place called burger continental in like Uh Pasadena there was like all these sorts of like uh middle eastern restaurants that I was dancing at uh there was, um, yeah, like Dharma Greb I danced at. No and way. Some of these places. This was in the early 2000s, late so 90s, early 2000s. what got you into that? I was dancing with, um, I had I was taking classes, and then I went to Egypt to dance <sighs> with um, some very big, like, folkloric teachers there. But you were taking belly dancing? Yeah, belly dancing, yeah. Did you see that woman who was a belly dancer, um, Move coins. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. She's, um, is she a famous one? Well, there's a, that's a kind of a, a a trick. That's a kind of a common. You'll see that a lot. That's really, but it's a oh, fun okay. one. Yeah, yeah that's a really fun cool. thing. Yeah, but I Couldn't was dancing do a lot that? of different things. No, I can't do that. That that's sort of a there. You know, you need to really work. I didn't work on my stomach muscles so as much. You just started taking classes like on a whim, mm-hmm. and then it was really like it was good for me because I I was being very very active, but then. When I got into sewing and making the clothes, then it was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to make make these clothes. So how long were you dancing before you started making clothes for I think it? I was dancing for a couple of years. And you never so, got obsessed with dancing to that point? Not, not to the point of... Because it's harder. It's harder and also it would require me to like leave the house and it was like mm-hmm. more of like a social... I mean, I got into it. You know, and I, I, I really did enjoy like going like uh, going to Egypt was really great and fun and going to um, 
all these like dance workshops with all these women. And, you know, I'm friends with a a lot of them still, you know. Wait, so you started on a whim. You were like, I'm going to take a belly dancing class. Mm -hmm. You you were good at it, Mm -hmm. clearly. You started taking them a lot more. You got better than your class was like, we're going to go to Egypt. No. uh, Well, I um, became friends with a few professional dancers who I was taking courses with them. And then they were go every year. Uh, they were going to this big summer festival uh, in Cairo. And so uh, then I uh, went one year and then you basically live in uh, Giza. Like I could see the pyramids from my hotel room. You like live there for like a month and then you just like take all of these classes, these intensive with (gasps) all of these Egyptian teachers who, you know, it's not just belly dance. It's like all this like folkloric dance and like all of the stuff. And I mean, this was like really very different. I think after um, Mm 9-11, everything kind of really changed and the attitudes towards the Middle East and also attitudes towards going there Mm. and having an ease there. And, you know, so I don't know nowadays if there's as thriving of, of a community of it but it is americans doing it but it's uh certainly something it was like 90s early 2000s was a very very big thing and so you were there for a month mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just dancing just dancing doing these classes that's yeah. so fun it was great because we had like live musicians like you know which is such a luxury yeah. and uh you know these people that i had like learned from their like videos and like dvds and like like lear- like learn from them like these legendary dancers who were just incredible and so that that was really really good but then like i started to buy all this fabric and then i was right. traveling and buying all this fabric and buying like notions in egypt mm-hmm. and then bringing them here and like creating things and it was just too single-minded of like making stuff and then i do think like yeah there is a part of me that is like a tweaker mind where I could see just like taking apart a vacuum cleaner Mm -hmm. just to put it back together. You know, there's like the thing about like the the mechanics of like getting into something and, and not never being able to finish it. Right. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I have so many questions. This is so fascinating. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. So when you were in Egypt, had you been already making costumes? No, no. No. What did you wear to like a regular class? Let's uh, say not in Egypt. Like let, let's say like around here. Uh just like um either a ver you know, like a workout outfit, but then you would wear like a hip scarf mm-hmm. and then um maybe you would wear like a crop top or mm-hmm. something. Uh sometimes I had these like unitards that had like a mesh belly. Mm. So you could sort of practice doing the folding the dollar bills and like the coins with your stomach, you know. Did you want to dance supply? Uh huh. Um, what's it called? That website. Yeah, dance yeah, yeah, da- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All of those. All of I those. Like them. or dance skin. Yeah, I love dancewear. I mean, I love dancewear. Just in, I love a kind of like in a chorus line outfit or Me like a too. Yeah, I love a chorus line or like um all that jazz outfit. Um, that's why I started dancing. Yeah, I love it. So also not to make you feel jealous, but I have a red leotard that says a chorus line on the sleeve. Amazing. It's so, <laughs> so cool. It's the best. One of the best finds of my life. I love it. I love I it. I love leg warmers. Yeah, me too. And yeah. I love it. The short, the garbage bag shorts. Oh, I, I like, have those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have them in pants. Yeah. I, yeah, like, 
like sometimes I, I wear them on a regular day, but like I haven't in a while. I I before I got pregnant, I stopped dancing when I got pregnant, but it was ballet for me. Ooh. I did some jazz. Mm-hmm. Did you go to Studio A? Yeah, I love Studio love Ballet studio ba- a. Ba- Ballet Boot Camp. They oh, have, yeah. they would have like every day. I've been to that. That's a great one. Yeah, and I started doing privates with one of the teachers at Studio A, Sarah, who I'm still friends with. And I was doing point. Like, I was an adult (gasps) beginner. Oh, and you were on point? Yeah. Wow. Like, that became a little bit of an obsession for me because I... Here's the thing. Like, I'm never going to be a professional ballerina. Like, it's not in the cards. Like, my body just isn't... uh, There are dancers at New York City Ballet, America ABT, like... They're like Olympian level mm-hmm. athletes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But artists. And it's right. so beautiful and so amazing. And that wasn't the goal, but like it's very hard. Even just the simplest stuff. It's oh, yeah, really yeah. hard. Well, I can't even imagine being on point because it's such a stretch for the body to do that for anybody yeah. any in any way. You know, in it's like just that the feat of that is it's magic, you know. I worked so hard. That's great. Because I just really wanted to be on point. And yeah, I yeah, did yeah. it. But like, I was very, very hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, at a certain point, I had to, I was taking like three classes a week, mm. like, which they aren't cheap either. Like, no, no, they're no, not it's the most expensive, but like, it's a lot. I was driving all over the city, mm-hmm. doing classes and then, and buying dance outfits and yeah. like also looking online for like vintage dancewear Ooh, how which fun. is so fun how that's fun. i think where i found yeah. the chorus line thing but like i get really into anything where i have to like buy the notions yeah yeah the yeah accoutrement. yeah me too and I love so that. and i and i but and the dancewear like was really a necessity because you know we're working out mm-hmm. like we're working really really hard yeah and i was like it's a meditation and it's mm-hmm. like Mm, that's bullshit mm-hmm. like I was not meditating I was really you know in my head like maybe I wasn't thinking about what I was gonna do or what I was gonna work on but I was constantly thinking about like every muscle in my body like my my brain wasn't like like my mind wasn't drifting on a cloud of like mm-hmm. true meditation or whatever yeah. like there was no mantra I was like actively thinking specifically like like of my thighs like so when you go on point it's all in your thighs Mm -hmm. like I don't have good arches I don't even have Mm -hmm. a good turnout but like I I had to build up so much muscle in my thighs right right and like I can't even imagine like with belly dancing like oh my god it just seems so it's just a lot of work and you're constantly thinking about these different yeah muscles like even just doing it right now I'm like yeah I'm exhausted yeah well it's also um this thing of like uh, with belly dancing is about isolating, so it's about like moving one part of your body at the time. Like so, it's got a it's like kind of focus and balance. Right. But uh, it's harder than it seems to be. Um, it's harder than people think it is. Like it's, but it's it, it's a really it's a it fun seems thing. very very hard. It's to really me. hard. It's it, really hard. I I mean, it looks hard. Like yeah. And burlesque. Like, did you start doing that? after belly dancing yeah yeah because i i had some uh teachers who were also doing that Mm -hmm. um and that was so fun because the costuming got really then it gets real crazy okay so were you making burlesque yeah i was making burlesque costumes and that was so fun that seems would you have any of this no i got rid of everything you did i got rid of everything you were just like i it's gotta go yeah everything all of your work yeah you made like amazing costumes yeah i made costumes and i actually put a show on in new york and so in 2008 that was sort of the overreaching thing is i did put a big production with like costumes and everything up um in new york and then um and that was all you yeah well no it was a, it was a bunch of other people but too. you like directed it yeah it yeah. was like your yeah. yeah can i look at it online i don't think no 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 it's not online no because it was sort of like before anything oh my really? before like youtube or before i mean kind of because it was like 2008 so it was sort of the very beginning of viral videos and that kind of stuff so it was kind of the end of the end of my dancing People was kind couldn't of... couldn't shoot stuff with their phone. Not really. No. 
God, I bet that so was so. Done. And yeah. so you get you guys never you never like filmed it for real. I bet it was so cool. Not really? Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. It was really fun. But we never, yeah, we never filmed it for real. We never, and it was sort of like the whole thing kind of fell apart and um, in a way that was sort of unseemly. So it was not the best, mm-hmm. you know. But it was fun when it while it lasted. Wait, what do you mean it fell apart on scene? Well, there was like um, drama, drama with some of the other people. Uh, one of the uh, one of the other acts sued me, mm. and I had to pay them all this money, and it was like this ugly thing. Like the whole so thing was ha- like, what sued you for? What it was for publishing because we had put a song together through it, and there was like all of this like weird jealousy and anger oh. and. So it was just, it was weird because I was also not used to doing a show with other people. I was right. so used to being a stand-up comic Yeah, that it just, it just fell apart in a way that was just not good. But, you know. That's that, such a bummer. Yeah. Sad. Because it was so, it sounds like just a really fun thing and you were just doing it like harmless. Yeah. yeah. There were so many great things about it. So unfortunately, it just fell apart, but. You know, while it was last, while it lasted, it was really good. Was it like all that jazz inspired, like costume wise? There was, well, there was a lot of feathers. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of like ostrich feathers, and you know, with like burlesque costuming, it's very, uh, I guess, nineteen thirties. So there's like a, you know, it, it's grand, it's gorgeous. It's really beautiful. I mean, it is kind of like. It's n- it never turned into what you think it would. The, I guess the big person that does it now is um, Dita Von Teese and her, you know, costuming and everything is really amazing. Mm-hmm. And we shared quite a few uh, cast members with her show and my show, you know, but she's wow. obviously on a different level of it. But, uh, you know, the costume, costuming kind of was like that kind That's of like so spectacular. Rad. Yeah. God, I just want to wear a costume. I always look for like, vintage dance costumes with sequins and tutus and mm-hmm. marabou and I so love beautiful. it but I don't I don't have anywhere to wear it to like I mm-hmm. do you know Angela Trimber mm-mm, mm-mm. she's a comedian and an actress and super funny and great but she does a dance team she's a dance team and like maybe once a month they do like meditative like for cancer research or something dance-a-thons mm-hmm. like some people get naked like it's mm-hmm. this like whole amazing thing and then they have themes and she was on this podcast but we didn't talk about this she talked about her birds she's an interesting person you would like her but like they all their theme was like blue ice and sequins and everybody was wearing like these recital costumes yeah that's and great i know i was i i couldn't go but i wanted to <laughs> that sounds fun i mean yeah, yeah like there's gonna a, be like, more having like a dance like thing recital is so fun. i like i like a tap dancing costume yes <laughs> oh my totally i my my kid is in tap and ballet every oh, yeah, sunday yeah, and i'm like such a dance mom so fun i love it tap i did you do really it when fun. you were young i i did it when i was young and then i tap danced a bit as an adult and it was so fun and also flamenco oh which is great so, that sounds so hard. It seems really hard. Flamenco's harder than anything. And like, I had a really scary teacher who I loved, but she was really scary and mean. Yeah. But that was like so exciting. Oh, I want it now. I like every time you bring up a different kind of dance, I want to take my phone out and Google and watch it. But we're on a podcast. And so, so that's fun. kind of like not fair. But, no, but it's so fun. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I love dance mm-hmm. do you but you don't dance anymore I don't dance anymore um I uh you know every time I I go by my old uh belly dance studio and I think oh I should go you know I should go and take a class you know and, and all the teachers that I know are still there and it, it it's still great you know but uh I I just never go and I used to go to like ballet at um the uh at Equinox mm-hmm. uh which is actually always pretty good too and then you know what's really fun is the sweat spot I know. That's beautiful. The sweat spot is awesome. My thing about the sweat spot, and for people who are listening who don't live in LA, sorry, but people who live in LA and do go to this sweat spot, like 
it's very intimidating to me. Yeah. Ryan Heffington, who's like so the, good, he's so amazing. See, he did my he did my show. He he he. Um, so he's like the choreographer. Yeah, he's, he's the, the most choreographer famous choreographer for, um, for my show. He's like Sia's. Yeah, he's Margaret's. I mean, and yeah. he so he does sweaty Sundays. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. He is amazing, but like he has, he definitely is like a dance guru and yeah, like yeah. has his followers mm-hmm. and. It's a really, really crowded class. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, so I do like the sweat spot. I've taken ballet there a bunch of times. But again, like, going into a new class is always intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, well, especially there because all of the dancers are so beautiful. Yeah. And they're so good. I mean, I guess it would be kind of like going to those classes at, like, Millennium where they have, like, Queens and... Uh. and and uh, Leto's Aaliyah Janelle's class. Yeah. Like, I love, like, the um, to watch on YouTube all of the great, Me. great, like, hip-hop dancers. I watch it all the time. I Did love you it. watch the woman? I forget her name. Um, There's Nicole like Kirkland, a who's beautiful. Um, she's, I'm she's like, JoJo. I'm gonna, like, just, I'm, now I'm dancing. Now I'm just, <laughs> she's like. Is it JoJo Gomez or? She does um, that song. Um, like a river, like a river. Sh- I got to show it to you. Why can't podcasts be <laughs> multimedia not. like we're all like i watch millennial dance i all the all time those videos all the time they're I, so good there's so many th- there's like that one like i in my head he's like a little asian boy but he's not a boy he's Was an adult Sean Luke? yes he's, he's so he's beautiful good he's so beautiful and then there's this woman who i don't know if she's like african-american or latina or like both but like she's long brown hair She's fucking amazing. I watch her videos a lot. I'm like blanking on her name and his. And then there's like really hot guys. And I don't. Mm-hmm. There's so many great people. And then there's people. And then there's these guys and they're dancing in heels and they're going yeah. full out. Oh, those French, like the French guys. They're they're oh. so good. I mean, yeah, there's so many different. I love to watch them because they're just so beautiful. They're so beautiful. I'm like getting so worked up just talking about it because yeah. I don't know. Me and my best friend, Allie, who. She lives in New York. Like, she is the only other person I know who watches them. I've sent people mm-hmm. these videos like, oh, my God, you have to watch this dance routine. Yeah. And, like, not it, not everybody cares as much. I love it. I love, I love like, it. also when they incorporate, like, old school stripper moves. Yeah. You know? And it's, like, very, like, let's take all of these elements of dance that, you know, that people sort of, like, look as, like, highbrow or lowbrow and, like, blend them all. Yeah. I love that. Me too. I love it. I think it's really creative and it's really beautiful. And I love how, like... You know, I I'm assuming that like they do they learn a routine mm-hmm. that day and then do it and mm-hmm. then they're so good at dance they just pick it up really really yeah. fast. But like sometimes if they forget, they gracefully fudge it yeah, and they like do their, do their own, own thing. thing. Yeah, and it's really it really works and it's yeah. And I also pro. like if they like there's parts of it that aren't choreographed that they just like maybe before the sort of choreography starts or after it's done right. where they put their own spin on whatever. I love it. And I love it. And I like voguing is great too. Ugh. Voguing is really, really I amazing. I take a voguing class. I'm like now I'm so codependent. Yeah. I'm like we. Like now this is like me we gotta and do it. It's like new thing. Well, voguing like, is great. I want to do a death drop like Oh, you know that looks so great and I, I just scared about it this morning it looks so scary I know but I think if we learned how to do it we could I know we, we could. could do it well it's basically what a death drop is it's kind of um like a lo- like doing it if you did it slowly I think you could do it without hitting your head hopefully I wouldn't hit my head but I don't I think, think you would I think it would be it would be it would it would be possible you practice it and there's a way because they you, were you ever a judge on drag race yeah 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 um yeah I, i've only seen like a few seasons but i love it i'm just mm-hmm. really bad at watching tv but i would say you'd be a really good judge yeah 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 yeah, yeah. But yeah. Like, when when i see people do the death drop like i see their leg and i'm like okay they're they're doing something where they know how to place their body like yeah we would learn how to do it correctly so we wouldn't get hurt yeah i know we can you're just folding down like right. you're folding down there's a few different belly dance things that that are like that um it's called a, a death drop in, uh-huh. in belly dance. This is like a really there's different there's different things that I know that I've learned over the years in other forms of dance to do it. But um, yeah, it's so cool looking. It's I so love cool. Voguing. Millennium is I would never dare take a class there. I mean, I'm just not that good. I yeah, I don't think I could keep up. I mean, I wouldn't mind taking a class there, but I just think that I couldn't keep up because it's everybody so fast. They're so fast. They're learning it so fast. Yeah. And they're so I mean, these are people who 
were performing at Super Bowl. Like they're they're it's so great. Everybody's backup dancers. They're the best dancers. Like in the it's so and, amazing. And I'm a sucker for like a little kid who can do it too. Like on Ellen. Oh, so cute. They're so good. I love it. It's so cute. I want my kid to be that so bad. It's so great. Yeah, yeah. I think it has to be like a genetics. I don't know. It's I don't the- know. I mean, it's like also like, you know what I love about, you know, like a Sia video that is like when the, that little girl's dancing is the freedom of movement in the body. Like that's what I love about it. It's yeah. not even like the grace or right. even like the ability it's just that she's just so free mm-hmm. and that's just so beautiful about ryan's choreography is that it's just so free looking yeah and it's really it takes like a lot of like loosening up for mm-hmm. me to get there because i'm it's hard I'm tight well like, that's ballet is tight right ballet is very regimented and tight and it's all about holding the core and holding the the shapes in your body so mm-hmm. that the it, you know it's just a little bit like of a different discipline mentally yeah i know but then when i watch professional ballet dancers like i love new york city ballet mm. they're all aligned and it's like when a ribbon is straight like the the olympic ribbons like yeah they're like that and so like they're totally aligned, but then their arms are like waving so gracefully, like like it's water, like yeah. mercury. And it's I'm so like, beautiful. That takes a, so much discipline. Yeah, with so beautiful. Your, it's so beautiful. I also love a fossy. Oh, oh, that that to oh. me is probably my favorite because it's, it's tiny delicious. movements. Yeah, and it's so sharp and it's so fun it's so comical but also really sensual but also 70s and it's like it's really like the ultimate of like chorus line like kind of like just like a unitard with a bow tie like with a top hat it's so silly but it's so graceful it's so it's all of that and it is so i was listening to the first song and we'll be we'll wrap up now and I'm going to ask him my last question, but you know that first song in a chorus line where he's like, a five, six, seven, eight, and da, na, 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 na. So yeah. I listened to it in my car and I, I'm like <laughs> imagining, like fantasizing, like, oh, I'm going to learn, I'm going to listen to the lyrics to this song when I get home, learn the moves, mm-hmm. make up my own. I have this whole like dance video plan that yeah. did not happen. <laughs> don't you think it would be so fun to do a class where we learn that routine. Yes. And there is a dance class where they do Broadway musical numbers. How like fun. It's in Hollywood. I did it once. I didn't love the musical, so it was like hard for me to get into it. But like if I got if I could pick it or like rent out or or hire the teacher to like teach like me and a group of friends mm-hmm. like a dance routine just for fun and mm-hmm. we get to wear those outfits so Can, fun let's do that yeah we should do it that'd like, be so fun for real yeah i know let's do it anyway, i've rented yeah. i've rented the da- the dance studio on montrose up the street from me and it's 15 dollars an hour it's great i used to i was so into dance that i would rent out a dance studio so i could practice myself I in the afternoon love that so did you ever think about getting so i put a bar into what is now my kid's bedroom oh, i had to take it out but that's great did you ever think about doing that here? Totally. Like, you could. I, I wanted to put like a mirror on the wall yeah. and bar. Of course. I would have put like a trapeze. Yes. Oh my God. Like, so I could you, do my circus arts. I can see you <laughs> doing that next. Yeah. So, do you think you can get into that? Probably. Def- I could de- definitely do the circus arts. Although I have done trapeze and it's so scary. Yeah. Like that is like, because you can't make a mistake. You'll just die. Right. I mean, it's uh, the place I practiced at had no nets what? so it was like you just die but that that's sort of part of like why you'll hang on right right right. but you know it's a yeah definitely i'm i'm sort of dating a clown his body is like just perfect but you know they like a Cirque de Soleil yeah like <gasps> a perfect body like that kind of like they that's what they do and they're just in perfect shape and it's i mean i think you need the risk of falling to really work your body into right. that point. So, and I think I asked this already like five times, but maybe I haven't. But like you just, for me, I got pregnant and I, it was like an excuse for me to kind of like stop dancing because I'm either like go hard or go home. Mm-hmm. 
And so, and I just never got back into it because mm-hmm. it's a lot of hard work. Is it that is why you stopped doing it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it's like I got like so obsessive and then it just, right. it gets, it's too crazy. And then I have to just walk away. Yeah. But I could start again. I mean, the thing is, is that the desire for it is always there. And I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's so uh, fun and life affirming, especially like dance because it's like you're just celebrating being alive and being yeah. in a body. And you really, like for me, like I really, Forget about everything for like an hour. It's great. It's so nice. That's what we need. Yeah, like I think that there's a way where we can just do some sort of like jazz fusion. Hire Ryan having to. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. Get the dance studio for 15 bucks an hour. Come with your dance belt and a tuba chapstick. It's perfect. Some, yeah, I love it. Some garbage bag mm-hmm. pants and some leg warmers. I love A tiger's like, milk bar. Yeah, just grab a tiger's milk bar and like a water and like the leg warmers that, with suspenders. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I love the 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 plastic pants. Me too. Yeah. There was a girl that would put on like the plastic pants and she would like put Vicks VapoRub. She would uh, rub Vicks VapoRub on her legs and then put the plastic pants why? over. I think just to sweat it out. That so sounds crazy. insane. So crazy to me. I'm like, oh my god. That sounds so like, weird. That sounds painful. Yeah. I have a Pinterest board that's all dancewear. How fun. <laughs> I love dancewear. It's just the best. Okay, so I can talk about this for days, but we won't. And I'm going to ask you the question that I ask everybody. Okay. But I just really identify with both of your hobbies and like also identify with not doing them anymore, which I totally get. I wish that I can see some of the costumes that you made. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to, I feel really hopeful about being able to do them again if you choose yeah yeah and maybe it'll be something else yeah but like with healthy boundaries i, I really think, think good, so yeah. i would like you're that. very talented thank you i mean thank obviously you. but like well if you're going to egypt and living for a month and like doing belly dancing mm-hmm. and like making costumes for your friends who are professional da- like yeah yeah it you was, got the good it was really it was so it was so rewarding but at the same time super crazy couldn't right. do it couldn't maintain it it was fun do you have a perfectionist thing? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Part of it is that, but it's also part of it is just like, it's real tweaker. It's like, there's a part mm-hmm. of me that's like a real tweaker. Yeah. You know, that it's just like, I have to keep that at bay sometimes. Yeah, to the point where like, I'm not sure what I even really like about this right now, but I can't stop. I mean, the thing is with my paintings is that they're not, I'm like, what am I making these for? I give them away. It's not like I have art shows. They're not really that good. But like, I don't really care. Yeah. So I like for the process. You, yes. It's, it's, and that's the important part. So do you, for you with sewing, was it about the process or was it about the outcome? Everything. It was everything. Everything. Um, yeah. And the outcome, like it was, when it was done, it was kind of always disappointing because it was like done. Right. Even yeah. if it was perfect, it was still done. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to start again. And then you just go again and do something else and Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's too much but it was fun when it lasted Mm -hmm. I wonder if you would ever be into like sewing like a costume but like that you can frame maybe I could frame maybe (laughs) yeah that could be something or you know I always think about like oh if I ever uh you know got to have some sort of big award maybe I would make my dress and that would kind of be like I love like when Lana Del Rey wore uh, something from the mall Mm -hmm. to the Grammys and I thought well if I ever go to the Grammys maybe I'll make a dress and that would be really fun that's badass yeah so that would be good a good thing I just want to learn how to like hem my own jeans or like take in my own jeans I have to take a sewing class or something though it's a whole the reason why I haven't I haven't opened up the box Mm because like I know that it's a tweaker obsession like yeah. waiting to happen it's a lot and i can't afford it right now no no like, it's too much yeah so one question i ask everybody is um is there like kind of like a fantasy hobby that you wish you could have maybe will have one day or like you wish you were that kind of person but you're not like like some people say like like floral arranging or like Ooh, that'd be nice or gardening Right, Gardening. like gr- I think green uh, thumb. horse horseback riding. Having I was going to use that as, as an example. Yeah, I would love to I have used horses. It the other day, and then my friend was like, "That's my hobby. That's yeah. what my hobby that would be used great. to be." So horseback riding is yeah. 
to wow, have horses coming up a lot. Yeah, to have horses and to uh, you know ride them and exercise them and like feed them and love them and you have them have on that. my house. Yeah, you're gonna have that someday, but like not that far away. Not that far. Have you been horseback riding? Yeah, yeah, I love it. So you know it. You're like a, you're like an equestrian. Well, I, I've, I've, I've <laughs> like what's an equestrian? I have the outfit. And oh, I have, obviously, Wait, I have, have jumpers. <laughs> I have jumpers, and Thank I have an actual equestrian like horseback riding boots and all of that. But I, God, uh, they're gorgeous. I haven't right? ridden for a while, but they're so they're beautiful. Do you have a whip like an equestrian? I do. I have a Her- Hermes uh, riding crop. Oh, for the love of. God, is there anything sexier? It's so sexy. Do you have like a gorgeous velvet blazer and like a hat? I don't have a blazer and I don't have a helmet. Oh, uh, you need a helmet. I need a helmet. I, I do have the 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 bottoms, but not the tops. So where are the boots from? The boots are from the L.A. Uh, stables. Ah, uh, so they the cooler. boots are from the stables down uh, down in Burbank, which is so, a nice stables. So you ride. The fancy style, not the cowgirl style. No, no, no. I've only ridden like, <laughs> like the, what are the, the like just like I only I've only ridden like um, just trail riding. So I guess that would be the cowgirl style. Uh-huh. But I, I have I have the fancy pants and boots. If you ride cowgirl style, guess what? Mm-hmm. Denim shirt. Yeah, you have to wear the denim shirt then. That's where it comes. That's I where this, would, everything comes full circle. Now. I, I know. I would tie it though if I instead of button it. Then I mean, I would look, be, if you want it embroidered, out. I'm your girl. Okay, perfect. I can write show on the back. I love it. Thank you. A, cr- a great cowboy, cowgirl yeah, hat. Yeah, perfect. Oh my God, there's so many good outfits. Gingham. Oh my I God. Mean, is that too far? No, I love it. Okay, good. Super cute. Okay, well, you're so interesting and awesome. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Want to talk to Leslie about your hobbies? Call our toll-free hotline at 844-370-VOID. That's 844-370-VOID. Rate and review Filling the Void on Apple Podcasts. Filling the Void is an Erios original with editing by Tracy Levy and original score by Michael Cassidy. Erios. Powered by ACAST.